Hello, and we're on. So currently it's 8.36 p.m. October 7th. It's been the whole day and my voice have recovered a little bit. So I do feel uh, very sorry for um, the episode that I did this morning. Very hard to listen to and uh, quite confusing. But anyway, I had a long conversation with my with my mother. Um, got quite heavy at one point as we was talking about um, my my dad and the series of events that lead to his eventual passings uh, from cancer. And he got uh, the vocal core cancer. And um, that, you know, and coupled with you know some misdiagnosis and his very strong will, and I think high ego at the point, a lot of ego involved, and he didn't really treat it the way it should be treated. So yeah, in the end, um, when the procedure surgery needed to be done. It was at the point of being too late, and the cancer eventually spread to the lung, and uh, yeah, he passed away without me really uh, knowing or having any idea uh, that it was coming. I was young at that point. I was right ten years old, but I think. I should. I was old enough to realize, but that I didn't. I didn't pay attention much. And besides, people keep me out of the loop, so that's one of the the thing as well. But I certainly didn't realize the magnitude of what I was missing, or what I will be going to miss. Um. Yeah, how much of an effect it will have. So, yes. So I reflect on the on the conversation with my mom, and uh, I kind of st- struggle to come out with a title or something to just sum everything up uh, from uh, the lessons I think that we can gather from my dad experience. But then I was trying to journal down some of the thoughts and yeah, it came out, which is the title for today's episode, Strong Convictions Loosely Held. And um, yeah, it's very quite uh, r- relevant in my own life right now um, with investing for sure. This is where I learned from investing. But uh, yeah, let's just stick to my dad series of events. Um, yeah, so my dad uh, has some problem with his voice. His speak, he wasn't speaking clearly, and um, we thought it was um, a TP, yeah, tuberculosis, but in the vocal cord. And um, the doctor at that point recommend, like he diagnosed him with my dad with that. Uh, TP, 
but then he would also recommend that my dad would do a biopsies to just to be sure if anything else was going on. But then my dad uh, decided not to do it because he was he was afraid of the surgery or something like that. Some other reason is somehow a procedure like that could have been life changing, and he didn't do it. And then eventually, when he take the medication for the TP or tuberculosis, um, six months in, you know, it's supposed to be a nine month treatment. Six months in is not getting getting any getting any better. Then he go back, finally, get a checkup. Found out it was cancer. I'm not sure what stage it was. A point, probably stage three. That was what I recall. But my mom didn't remember earlier, so I'm not sure now. But I recall someone said it was stage stage three, and um, it was still curable. There's still some percentage that he could live. Then he decided to follow a different cancer treatment instead of just do a traditional surgery or you know, traditional traditional medicines. And the background for that decisions is that he also started like his journey of like learning and and discovering like alternative alternative um, like healing or, or medicines. Started reading about diet and such, and he yeah for the couple years before that, like two thousand and four. Um, he started doing that, so he he passed away in two thousand and nine, and he got the diagnosis in two thousand and um, eight or two thousand seven. Yeah, around that I think. Yeah, but the, the series of changing diet, eating, you know, rice with um, yeah, some kind of diet, really simple. A lot of uh, elimination diet. But he didn't really do it properly. Maybe he do some kind of research, but he might get a little bit too extreme or have his conviction too high. And um, yeah, that really uh, affect. I think his d- decisions. Yeah, he even argue with the doctor in Singapore and not be not doing, decide not to do the procedure, just go home. Then he when to starve himself, like do a fast, a, a 30 days fast. It's crazy, 30 days without eating, just water. I'm not sure, yeah, he didn't probably, probably didn't really supplement any electrolytes. I'm not, sure, not sure if he did, but you know, back then, right, 2008, there wasn't a lot of research as much as now, so. Information is still limited, and I think in a sense he was a little bit ahead of his time, and he didn't have enough informations, and he didn't, he wasn't, he held on his conviction for too, too long, until it's, yeah, and, and until everything is unbearable, and he decided he has to get help from the traditional medicines. But uh, he did a thirty days fast. And um, the cancer cells shrink. 
they were able to speak again normally and it was like pretty amazing like how you just get you know completely heal like normal talk like normal even though he was really skinny but um, the problem only get worse when he started eating again because obviously you cannot fast for any longer and then he didn't really do the eating back right and boom cancer grew back because obviously yeah it's not without any uh, you know concrete treatment and cancer cells not going to go away by itself it's kind of really simple to see it to see in a retrospect I don't understand why they would think that you know cancer cell would go away by itself by just fasting um, yeah it's really unfortunate um, that things play out the way it did but um, yeah you know if because yeah, I thought if my dad held on his uh, conviction a little bit more loosely he was a little bit more open-minded and changed his mind when things doesn't work out the way it did you know in the first couple of months when he took the medications but, um, it didn't work out well and he should have just go and do a biopsy then and then just follow through with what the doctor said provided how many percent um, the chance that he would survive um, I think um, he was afraid of surgery for sure. He doesn't. He didn't want to lose his voice um, because the vocal cord when you cut everything out. But those are still an options, you know. With uh, there was, you know, at least you can still write, you can communicate, and there was a way that you can practice. And maybe later in life you have implants with technology. So think think about it that way. It's not really the end of the world. To be able to to have that surgery, he would probably still be alive today. Is that the case? Well, but then, yeah, things things are the way they are now, and I have learned to accept. But it was still very very difficult. I think if I were able to see my dad again, I would talk to him. Were like if I was older, you know, I would, or I have my knowledge and what I, my mind, my philosophy as of now, I would, yeah, I would have a good conversation with him, trying to convince him, because to be honest, no one else could convince him at that point for some reason. He was just very strong-willed, very hard-headed, and uh, in the end, yeah, he. Uh, has to pay for, you know, had to pay for his choices, pay the price, had to take the responsibility. Mm, yeah, so strong convictions, loosely hell, loosely hell. That's a good advice. You can feel strongly about something, but when reality provided new informations something that you did not calculate or you did not foresee then it is a good time to 
take a look at what you're doing and see if it's really practical or sustainable. Yeah, because certainly it's a decision that my dad made. I feel like it's just very impulsive. Very, it lacks a lot of long-term vision. I feel maybe it's just a bias that I have now. Um, what's it called? Uh, hindsight, hindsight bias, but in, this is life and death here, so, and it's not even just his death, but, um, the things that, you know, the suffering that he have to endure, as well as the suffering that he will leave behind for family members. That is very tough, and um, I think, you know, um, maybe it's just how it is, it's fate. Maybe things, everything happened for a reason. And in a good way to think about it, it's maybe uh, my dad passing away at that point in time, like everything happened, allow me to be at this point in my life. You know, there could be, an, Life could take another direction, and I probably won't be here right now. Right? Won't be where I am. So, yeah, can't really see, can't, can't really judge. I'm just trying to accept reality for what it is. It's still a very, now that I think about it, it's just very difficult um, to understand. Um, Yeah, why, why he didn't choose to, didn't change his mind in time, didn't choose to treat it. Yeah, the story is actually quite long. I, there's a, a lot of things that I can probably take a while for me to express my thoughts out. So just bear with me here. Um, but uh, Yeah. That's something to think about. Is there anything that you're doing right now? That you are doing right now? And uh, you have very high conviction in. But will it really generate a good, the best outcome? The outcome that will bring the least suffering for everyone's involved. Um, that's a good question to have. And um, yeah, think long term. Definitely will be sustainable. And uh, I, I certainly learned a lot about my dad experience here. Um, he didn't really take care of his health. Um, I think as much as when he was young, he took the night shift, working night shift, long hours during night, and is really messed up with his health for sure. Um, he also, even though he doesn't smoke, he doesn't drink. I think he he 
it doesn't have to happen. But some, I saw him holding a cigarette one time with his friend. Maybe it was just for fun and saw him getting drunk. But he doesn't really drink regularly or smoke regularly. But he's secondhand smoke. And yeah, he is so the one of the victims of the secondhand smoking. He was working in an air conditioning uh, room with 10 people. And eight people were smoking. Two people was not, which is my dad and um, uh, his co-worker. And both of them, my dad and the co-worker, both got the same symptom of the hoarse voice. It's crazy, uh, the connection there. So, secondhand smoking. And at that point, you know, science was not available to point out that secondhand smoking was really bad. Even worse than smoking itself. So, quite uh, quite a lesson there. Quite a pricey lesson to learn. But uh, certainly taking care of health, that's another one. Taking night shift, is it really worth it? Probably not. Yeah. Good money and such, but not gonna worth it. You need sun, you need sunlight, you need a, 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 a rhythm in the body to be natural. Maybe in a short amount of time, but not in the long term, not sustainable. And um, yeah, my dad also tend to get, I think, quite extreme in certain things when he follow. I think I do inherit that tendency. Um, I do share the tendency of my dad that I would like to help other people and I would like to share some of the knowledge, things that I learned, exciting things that I have discovered. Um, my dad is the same, but he got the reputation of forcing it a little bit too much on people. And uh, yeah, he went a little bit too extreme, and that is not good. So that's the one thing that I've learned as well. Everything in moderations. All the events happening in my life where I went extreme did not turn out well. Nothing too much is good still trying to learn and still trying to remind myself of that every single day um, and it's important I think it's important if my dad wasn't too strong will if he wasn't too um, held on on his convictions right? his ego was less a little bit a bit more open-minded to kind of realize the limitation of his knowledge Certainly doctor, even though the traditional medicines that do have a lot of bushes, like sugar or something, they don't point it out, diabetes, you know, for some motives, yeah, like money and such. But they do have some good like uh, technology or helpful research that we can, that make life a lot better. So... Just because one thing is bad doesn't mean like 
everything from that one thing is bad. Generation, uh, gen, generalization bias. Yeah. So I think my dad kind of developed a distrust for medicine at that point, and he just kind of refused to do the procedure for some reason. I don't know. I'm quite surprised that no one else will be able to convince him. And obviously, what he was doing is is irrational in a sense. It's very irrational. And we have an, an uncle, which is my dad's younger brother, and he's a doctor. We have a doctor in the family, and yet he was not able to change the course of his history. <laughs> and it, I, I think it really meant to be, really meant to happen for some reason. Maybe that play out in the path of least suffering. You know, we don't really know until we look back from hindsight. You know, because in Vietnam, actually, very uh, the risk of dying from an accident, like car accidents, uh, you know, traffic, very high, a lot higher than in the U.S. So, yeah, I thought, I think it kind of make me feel a little bit better with that perspective, is that what if, you know, my dad was still alive then, and we was going somewhere, he was driving uh, the family, and something could happen, right? Some accident could happen, and the whole family get ruined. Um, in a story like that happened, you know, things like that happened in Vietnam where the whole family uh, died in a very tragic accident. So that could be us. Uh, that could be our families. But, uh, yeah, somehow things play out the way it is. We were able to save, be safe from that reality. Uh, yeah, so I think that's... Um, it's kind of dark, but it's a good way. To, uh, a little bit hopeful to think of it, I think, and that is why right now I'm trying to really take it all in, um, trying to learn and reflect on that experience for my dad, and really um, make it worth it, make it meaningful. For sure, it's hard uh, to accept. But, um, yeah, make the best out of it. And that is another good way to think about life. Life gives you lemons. You make lemonade. <laughs> yeah, um, that is why right now I'm trying to live my life to the fullest. That is why I'm doing this show. Because my own experience, I didn't really understand or... I don't, I'm not familiar with my dad philosophies, my dad thoughts or thinking at that point. By doing this, I was able to save my own thoughts and consciousness in an audio's form. And uh, yeah, my kids in the future, when I can look back, they can see the whole journey where I live, how I live, how I love, how I enjoy life. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be invaluable. So, might as well use the technology, the call-in app, 
that we have very accessible very low barrier of entries and uh, making something of it and um, I will try to do a YouTube videos we'll try to post stuff on uh, YouTube to kind of save something to look back to that'd be fun yeah so this uh, episode is a, is a little bit random I didn't really think through um, but what to say but I think I guess my my uh, ideas or my thoughts on this is still quite random I have not been able to stitch it together in uh, a coherent way well we'll see in the future um, let's see if I have anything more to say but yes that biopsy decision is life-changing and uh, I think um, recently when I got sick I actually play into exactly the same thing with my dad surprisingly how our tendencies kind of similar I got sick with my gut issues and there was a choice to do a colonoscopy but um, doctor recommend that maybe it's a low choice it's a low chance of me having any polyps or you know worst case scenario any uh, cancerous uh, tumor in my gut right so and biopsy I mean the, the the colonoscopy was not really a big procedure I mean it was big it's, but it's not really a scary or damaging procedure then I held on for not to not doing it and trying other things like eating, changing my diet, eating, uh, and taking probiotics and myself and such. And uh, the problem still persists for a while, like half a year, until finally I just kind of gave in. You know what? I just want to go check it out, have a peace of mind. And after that, I just got better immediately when I have the peace of mind. I was I felt a lot better because the results came back clear. No more anxiety about having uh, some cancerous tumor growing in my body. So yeah, that's the price of me being a little bit too like strong will, uh, thinking that I will be able to solve these issues by myself. Um, I mean, yeah. At least I'm not refusing to do it and suffer more. So it's a good point, a good good uh, progress there. And uh, yeah, recently the symptoms started to come back. But I I think um, yeah, it depends on what I eat, and uh, I'm trying to adjust to it. Really taking care of my health, I'm trying to eat less uh, less amount and yeah cleaner food more natural stuff so I think uh, that's it for today episode and um, yeah I guess one uh, key takeaway is the title itself strong convictions loosely held I hope that uh, this story from my dad 
can learn something from like I did and um, yeah trying to Im implement something in, into your life see if yeah see if you're taking care of the right things prioritize things correctly and not falling into the trap of ego yeah ego is the enemy so yeah eventually in the end uh, my dad is responsible for his own actions and he paid the price for that but you know the the fear like myself like death is a price for sure is a big price it's not the whole price like I said right the suffering that the death brings is a lot more so that's why it's important to kind of yeah take care of your own health Tre treasure life Life is very precious. The fact that you're being born is a very low chance. A lot more people not being able to be born. But you're here, right? It's just like millions of sperm. And only one sperm get to the egg. And that one sperm is you. <laughs> Interesting to think about, eh? very low chance and even to survive this point so life is very precious very valuable so have to be grateful and should appreciate appreciate life live life to the fullest love all the way yeah, that's the meaning of life for myself Anyway, have a good night's sleep if you're sleeping soon, and uh, have a good productive day if you're starting your day with this episode. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Hope to see you in another episode. Hope to connect with you and talk to you someday. I love your feedback. Send me a DM or a comment down below. I was thinking of noting something in the show notes, but uh, yeah, I kind of forgot what it is. Um, but anyway, peace out.